Hi, my name is Gina, and welcome to Letters to My Daughters podcast. Uh, I just want to take a second to welcome anybody who is new, and just thank you if you have been a continued supporter. I've noticed uh, I've had some regulars from different countries, and that's very exciting. So thank you so much for listening regularly. If statistics are an indicator of the possibilities we face as humans, they are also an indicator of the possibilities my own children face. My sweet, darling, wonderful daughters that I fight for in everything that I do. I was recently speaking with a prominent leader in my community about single mothers. I mentioned that if statistics were an indicator of what could happen to my daughters in their lives, helping single mothers meant one day helping my own child. This kind woman prayed in the name of Jesus that my children would overcome these statistics. I appreciated that prayer of encouragement so much. But if I have learned anything about prayer, it's that you don't always get what you ask for. Sometimes, you become the minority statistic that says that bad things will happen to you. It happened to me when I had my first, second, and then third miscarriage. It happened to me when I experienced domestic violence as a teen mom and subsequently became a single mom. I'm a realist. I know that praying expectantly can bring incredible results. I also know that sometimes we endure hardships for a higher purpose. I reject the toxic ideology of the law of attraction. The law of attraction tells us that if we talk about it, it will happen. If I say out loud that my daughter was officially diagnosed with epilepsy, it must mean I am claiming it and she will continue to have epilepsy forever, right? If I say that statistics say one in four women experience miscarriage, which reasonably leads me to expect the possibility of one of my own daughters experiencing the same, it must mean I am claiming that one of my own daughters will have a miscarriage, right? No, not acknowledging the possibilities that statistics claim about my own daughters would mean that as a mom, I did not equip them to face those possibilities head on. It would allow my children to become blindsided, and I have been blindsided by things that I was ill-prepared for, and I just simply cannot allow that to happen to my daughters. I'm not saying that I am making a list for them, telling them all of the horrible possibilities that can happen. Ultimately, I'm not in control of their futures, and I know that their own decisions will lead them to fall in statistical buckets of their own making. However, in the name of prevention, I am dedicated to making sure my daughters know exactly what they can expect from their own bodies, relationships, and future plans. So what statistics am I focusing on right now? According to UN Women, one in three women have already been subjected to intimate partner violence, non-partner sexual violence, or both at least once in their life. More than one in three women will experience rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner. A variety of studies claim that 50% of all marriages end in divorce and one in four of unmarried mothers live in poverty. 
One in four women experience miscarriage and one in 100 women experience repeated miscarriages. The list goes on and on. Some of these things are preventable. Some of these things are cruel, horrible, and inescapable. I'm not trying to say that by talking about miscarriage or rape I can prevent them, even if I wish I could. But by talking about these things, I can equip my daughters with tools that they need to survive such horrifying events. Knowing that at least one of my daughters is at risk of being sexually assaulted tells me that I need to teach them self-defense. I need to teach them about their bodies. Knowing that my daughters could get divorced tells me that I need to model healthy relationships and to help them understand the kinds of expectations they can and should have in romantic relationships. Knowing that one of my daughters could experience the tragic loss of miscarriage or stillbirth tells me that I need to teach them to advocate for themselves with their reproductive health. might not be able to stop these statistics, and I certainly do not claim them over my children, but knowing them allows me to take every possible step toward knowing that they are set up to weather these possibilities with foundations laid for survival. Don't get me wrong, I know I have no control over these outcomes, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to do everything I possibly can to help prepare my kids for anything. 1 Peter 4.12 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. I don't want my precious daughters to be surprised by their trials, no matter how strange they may be. I want their statistics to say that they are strong, successful, patient, kind, loving daughters of a faithful God. Talking about these problems is good. It isn't going to call down evil on your children or on yourself. It is going to call in awareness, understanding, and expectation. We can and should fight back against the possibilities that sin brings into this world. We can and should tell Satan no. Calling out these statistics, preparing our children to stand up and fight, and walking in line with God's word are the clearest ways to a righteous life. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. If you liked what you heard, I encourage you to subscribe and share. And if you have any questions, feel welcome to send me an email over at questions.letters2mydaughters at gmail.com. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.